Hello, everybody, and welcome to Insane Rhetoric. We are so happy you decided to come and join us today. We have a great topic for you today, and we know you will love it as much as we do. So come on in and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric. <laughs> Somebody is in a happy mood. They must have had their coffee, y'all. Hey, I'm drinking it right now. Oh, okay. Here's the sponsor for the day. Quick Trip. <laughs> quick Trip. Yeah, he, he likes to go to Quick Trip. Y'all know he always talks about Quick, quick trip. trip. So, I mean, Quick, quick trip. trip. Can quick y'all... Trip. Uh, Listen, Quick Trip is the deal. Quick Trip. Can y'all... Uh, ch- can y'all call us up? Please do. Please call us. Insane Rhetoric with a K. You know where to find us. Insane Rhetoric with a K. Dot com. Quick trip. Come on. I'm holding the cup up. Hey, I'm drinking y'all coffee. I'm trying to let you know we would like your sponsorship. Come on. I, I'm. Hey, this all can't be for free. Nah, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> So what's 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 the what's the talk of the town today? What's okay? Going on? Well, I mean, it's a whole lot of stuff going on, but you know, sometimes we be late on our stories because we we just talk about what we want to talk about when other stuff is popping off. We be talking about the stuff, but sometimes we be talking about something else. Anyway, <sighs> I haven't had an opportunity to say what I gotta say about uh, Maria Taylor over there at um, ESPN because uh-huh. I just think. That I need to talk about that. So, can we talk about that today? Sure, why I, not? Uh, y'all know how I get. Said there's that side. I okay. So, Rachel Nichols. Uh huh. Okay. She she over there at ESPN. Rachel Nichols. Yeah, uh-huh. ESPN. <sighs> well, Rachel Nichols made a comment. She made a comment that got leaked. I don't know how many times we can say, people, somebody always recording you. So if you can't repeat what you say, don't say it. So Rachel Nichols complained about Maria Taylor. She was upset that Maria Taylor was promoted and was given all this national play and she made the comment she said that it had to do with diversity okay (sighs) here we go Basically, she said that 
Maria Taylor. Y'all, I, I, I really, I really just gotta just like compose myself because y'all y'all heard y'all heard really the the episode called Really where uh, I got upset about um Derek Chauvin and I'm I'm just that upset right now but I'm really that's why I'm trying to that's why I'm just I, okay that's this why I'm trying to just calm it down. Yeah, sure. Let me go ahead and stir it up. So basically, what I've been saying about this, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, what I've been saying about this, this, this report is basically it's another point of white people feeling entitled, trying to be more than what they are over somebody that's black that's in that's that's successful when they're doing. They probably didn't have to do half the stuff that the white woman had to do to get where she is. So basically, let's put this in a nutshell. The white woman basically was complaining why a black woman is getting so much national attention. And at ESPN, what you're basically telling me is that she was, um, <laughs> she was <laughs> basically called her out on, on being, being, they was changing the face of ESPN for their racial policies. This is what right? she said. This is what she said, quote for quote. Okay. If you need to give her more things to do because you are feeling pressure, and when she's saying you, she's talking about ESPN. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you are feeling pressure about your crappy, long-time record on diversity. Which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it. Like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You are not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. So, like I said, one, one, <laughs> in a nutshell, a person that feels entitled as a, a white woman that thinks she's owed something instead of having to work for it. Uh, and then, first of all, uh, ESPN is she still with ESPN? Is the white woman still with ESPN? Yeah, they took her off the NBA Finals, but she's still over there. Uh, well, I mean, but listen, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, don't don't run past that. Technically, if that's the case, she should be terminated because you're not in compliance with the policies and rules and regulations of what ESPN is now trying to do. <sighs> so so listen people listen people listen people black men black men i want you to hear me real good I want you, black men, I, I need you to hear me. This your sister, this your mother, this your grandma. I'm a black woman living in America, okay? And I've been living in America for some for some, for some decades. I was going to say, you have been living in America for a century? I didn't think you was that old, player. I'm going to tell you this. 
I agree with you. I stand with you. I support you in all the racism crap that happens to our black men. I have a black son that I've had to defend and stand beside and support. I have been in the school system standing beside and supporting little black boys who needed someone to be there because this mess starts early on. I don't care what nobody say. You come on, whoever you are, black people that want to take me on. I have seen it firsthand. They start early. And yeah. I'm telling you, y'all all need to shut the hell up. Oh, wow. Because black women have to put up with this crap on both sides. Now, how you going to tell me I'm a woman standing beside you in a male-dominated uh, platform on ESPN. And you better than me? Bitch, please. You're not better than me. I got to put up with racism. I got to put up with sexism. Yeah. I got to have my man mad at me because they try to use me against him by giving me a better job than they want to give him. <laughs> and then you come in my face and you pretend like we all sisters under the sun. But when my back is turned, this is what I got to put up with. I'm telling you, North America, South America, internationally known, wherever. You can get mad at me because of my profanity today. But I'm telling you, Black women uh, throughout time have known white women who have done this to us, who have been this to us. I just left a job because a white woman pretended to be my friend. And then she went behind my back and freaking lied on me. My boy Cat Williams said, I ain't saying nobody can't be trusted, but don't trust nobody. Now, don't come at me, player. Don't come at me, player. If you have listened to our podcast episodes, then you know that I am always the one trying to see it from the good side, trying to you know, really understand and uh, get underneath and do the hard work. I am tired of this. This is a betrayal. This is a betrayal that is second to none. I'm going to tell you, this betrayal is worse than our African ancestors selling us off to slavery. This is a betrayal worse than that. Because how are you going to be a second-class citizen in this country? We are still fighting for women in general to get the same level of pay that a man gets. Yeah, that's absolutely true because, I mean, I, I, don't, I forget the year when they was talking about uh, equality with women. And that's not that long ago uh, for, for them to be actually standing in in the warehouses next to me 
and you know trying to get money and 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 bring their social their status up their economic status up to the same level as a man a man i mean even you know even in high power positions uh some women still don't make near as much money as the man makes and then what makes that bad is because some women actually do the job twice as better you know <laughs> and <clears throat> it's a shame that you got a white and a black that's going through the same situation you know of, of course the black on this particular turn gets the raw end of the stick but this is my thing to espn if you're trying to revolutionize your your market as far as diversity and black people uh your first thing should have been to get rid of that particular anchor person because if she's not in compliance with your policies your rules and your regulations then that's grounds of termination and if she's stopping or holding something up because y'all see that change needs to happen at midnight. Y'all midnight been going on for a long time. Uh, it's a lot of stuff been done in the dark at a lot of these networks concerning black people that uh, them networks has got away with for quite some time. So if ESPN, if you are really trying to diverse, have diversity in your company, you need to go back and fire her. So here's the thing. She mad, right? She mad because the girl is good. I've seen her. Y'all know, y'all hear me. Y'all know I don't really, you know, certain sports that I don't even watch. So, but I I pass by ESPN and sometimes I'll sit there and watch, especially if it's like a big event, like the NBA finals. Like I'll watch for a few seconds. Right. Okay. Well, so here's the deal. So her contract, Maria Taylor, her contract was coming up. And last year, they offered her $5 million. Mm -hmm. Okay. This year, she was asking for $8 million, mm -hmm. which is in line with what the top people at ESPN get. Right. Okay. So... But here's the deal. They lost a lot of money last year, too, because of COVID. So did every no. other company in the United States. Okay, but it's but it's factual. They, I mean, people lost money. Right, I'm just saying that's, okay. that, was, that was, it just didn't happen at ESPN. It happened everywhere. Right. So ESPN had been actually asking these $8 million people to take a cut take a cut, give some back to kind of mm -hmm. help until they got rolled the storm. Right. Like they was trying to work work out a team effort. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, you got $8 million. Come on. Now, so. now my question is, before you go further, how many of them people were actually black that they asked and how many were white? They was all white, but anyway. Okay, okay. <laughs> but so... So this year they was asking her to take the cut so that they can recoup because you know we just getting back to right the sports coming up and even even I think it was the baseball it was something where they started the season mm -hmm. and then they was like well now you know somebody got oh no it was football they they started the season 
and it then somebody the late. But somebody got COVID and they was like, no, okay, we're gonna have to pull back. Right. Okay. So they asked her to take three million. So they gave her five million. Now they coming back in the renegotiation of her new contract and saying, okay, now we need you to take three million. We like what you're doing. We want to keep you, but we haven't recovered. We need you to work with us, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's they so they already going back and forth about her contract. Like right. it's already it's on again. The talks were already on again, off again. Right. With her contract, with this uh uh Maria Taylor's contract. During the blitz, do you think those soldiers was like, okay, well, we're gonna fight for about an hour and uh then we're gonna go over here and hide out in one of these nearby towns and have drink some espresso and we see y'all later it was we in the trenches we fighting we got to get rid of hitler let's do this thing black white and different we all get shot at. We got to do this thing right here. Yeah, no doubt about it. Nobody took a break. Nobody said, well, listen, I'm your brother today. Now, they might have got to the war saying, I hate you, darky. Whitey, I can't stand you, right? But when they in the trenches, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a documentary or some type of interview where there was a a white pilot who is coming out now and saying how they really admired and trusted and needed the black fighter uh uh airman who came in and swooped the day and helped the white men get away from the German bombs in the plane. That's, that's, I mean, that's where fights, fights are where alliances start. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you gotta be thrown into a situation, which like you said, they are both females and we know how females have now come into their own but through a struggle of not being treated equally for his pay and for his just the ability to run different things, they have not. So for you to say, oh, we, I, I know how it is from a female point of view. Well, crazy. I'm just a black female that's doing the same thing you're doing. So we both fighting an uphill battle. I just got a double standard on me. I'm black and I'm a woman. <laughs> I mean... Y'all need to fire her ESPN. <laughs> For real. So she, she making y'all company look bad. So apparently they got something called the NBA countdown, right? I, I don't uh, know. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, after the comments, well, the black girl, Maria Taylor, she was like, yeah, no, I'm not standing beside her on the NBA countdown. Y'all gonna need to get rid of her. They didn't want to do that. They even suggested to 
to uh, Miss Taylor that they videotaped the different segments <laughs> so that they wouldn't have to be in the same. And she was like, yeah, I ain't going for that. She know what she want. You want me to, first of all, you 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 want to roll back my pay from five to three. Then you want me to stand beside a person who made this comment like I'm in agreement with what she said about me. Girl, I would have told ESPN, uh, you crazy. I would have right. said the same thing. You crazy. Do you see how that looks? This right. is all over the website. Everybody's knowing about this and then I'm standing next to you like I'm in agreement with what you're saying. I wouldn't have done I wouldn't have done it either. You crazy. Right. And and for ESPN to even say something like that, that just further tells us that you're still siding with the woman that made the comment. Right. And they've got others who have left ESPN. Like uh somebody named Jamel Hill. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who. Okay. So, but see, but see, all of this is bringing to light, really, you know, we always talk about how everything is about commerce, about money, about how much you make and about what you bringing in, right? Right. So all of this is bringing to light the fact that ESPN just losing money, period. Yep. Even with their streaming, even with you know, you know, where others are booming because of streaming and COVID. Mm-hmm. Like everybody took the hit initially. Everybody right. across right. the board, everybody from your mom and pop to the right. biggest place you want to think of, everybody took the hit. But those who immediately came up with a way to stream or purchase online or redevelop their company to where uh, it became mostly a delivery service. Like there are restaurants, small restaurants, who the delivery business actually helped them, right, to right. get their to get their food out and to for people to know how good they were, right? Because people initially were ordering in from any direction, every place. You don't want to keep eating Domino's pizza every night, so now right. you're venturing out. Right, exactly. And yeah. there are business people, restaurants, small restaurants who were like, you know what, we just gonna become a delivery business. Yeah. They, they, they did what they did what they had to do to survive. We have we have a place up here that's like that. They became a I mean, it was a fine dining restaurant and they started getting into delivery. Then they flipped the script. They went and started doing delivery. But if you did curbside, they also could offer you alcohol from the bar. So mm-hmm. they found a way to, you know, to get it done. And they and then they wind up doing alcohol as a delivery also. So they was making the money on both sides of the table to compensate what they was losing for sitting inside the building. Same thing here in Houston, in Texas. We now have a whole new law. Like, and when you was living here, you know how you couldn't buy alcohol at a certain time. You yeah. couldn't take alcohol to go, yep. all of that, right? Well, COVID yep. happened, 
and they put an emergency law in effect where the businesses could sell the alcohol, certain type of alcohol, like daiquiris, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. They could sell the alcohol as long as it was sealed when you bought it. Mm -hmm. And if you got stopped by the cops, if it was sealed with this particular seal on it, you was okay, right? So what they start what they did recently was they extended that law they just put that on in the law so we can now buy drinks to go but drinks nonetheless right okay now right. i mean you can't get the hard stuff right hennessy yeah can't get that okay no i can't get it but 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 that, but this is my point though ESPN clearly is struggling. If you're asking your top people to give money back, if you're still not promoting everybody, yeah. If you're if you're not able to even give people what you gave them last year, that means you got a money streaming problem. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and ESPN has been around for a long time to be able to fix that. So you should be jumping off the hinges trying to fix that. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, y'all flopping on a whole bunch of levels. And, now, and I love ESPN. I mean, ESPN is, has been my thing since I was a young kid. I mean, I used to love watching ESPN. And you found out so much different things and what was going on in the sports world. Like, when you miss something, ESPN had it. You know what I'm saying? You could count on that. I mean, I have always liked you guys, but uh, that, I mean, that... just just think of this. You got women who have been. There's a a, a newscaster we have here. Uh, she's been in Houston at some thirty some years, but when she when she first came on the scene. We were we were around the same age, and I and I really wanted to watch her every morning, probably because she looked like me, right? right? Black. Right. She spoke well. You know, she was on the news. There was another one who had been on the news prior to her, but she was older than me, and I watched it sometime. But when this lady hit the scene, I watched it every day. Yeah. Okay. You want people that 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 can you can identify with right. people that look like you because you know it, what what people don't understand and like we we said in a different episode the only way you get to know person uh, know a person is to have conversation with the person exactly you know what I'm saying there's there's no other way to do it if you really want to know who I am then you need to have a conversation but don't have a fake you. conversation with me Rachel Nichols. Don't have a fake conversation with me. This lady, I'm going to go and tell you her name, Gina Gaston. Gina Gaston went, you, she used to be the one to go into the locker room, other than the sports uh, mm-hmm. reporter. Yeah. So she wasn't the sports reporter, but she, she loved basketball. Mm-hmm. So there would be times when she would go into the the basketball locker room and mm-hmm. and and, and interview the men right and report yeah okay now let's just put it out there 
men are men and women are women. And she was a cute little thing. She's still a cute little thing. But back then in the day, she was a cute little thing. Let's put it out there. I'm sure it was a couple of men that tried to say something derogatory to her and tried to touch her booty and she probably put them in their place. Come on now. Right. Right. Okay. Now she ended up marrying one of them because she really was digging him. She ended up marrying him. had a whole family. They still married today, whatever. But, but I'm sure that has happened to her. Yeah, you know, no doubt about it. No matter what she was reporting, whether it was the news, sports, whatever, there's probably been some man behind the scenes like Donald Trump who lied and said it was just locker room talk. <laughs> okay? Yeah. I mean, we, I'm sure she has had to put put up with people in higher places in this news business saying to her, and this happens in any industry, you know, you got to go have a drink with them and you got to go do this and that with them. And, okay? Sometimes you don't be wanting to hear that mess. I mean, and you think about it like, first of all, you got to love the game to go in and take something like that. You know, this Rachel, this, 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 this girl, Maria Taylor, she probably, I'm telling you, because I still remember stuff I did with my daddy. And mm-hmm. and my look, I was a little old bitty thing. And my brother would be out there playing football and baseball with his friends down the street. And I would be trying to run behind my big brother to be playing football. I had to stop once I hit puberty because the boys started filling me up and stuff. But, okay, I used to run up until then, up until about 12 years old, 13. I'll be out there catching them balls and and because my big brother was out there. Right. If he was what I love baseball to this day. Let me tell you why I love baseball to this day. Please, please, please inform me. Who is your favorite team? And don't say the Houston Oilers. No, that's football. I said baseball. I, know I was just <laughs> <laughs> My favorite team is the Houston Astros, baby. Your favorite team should be the Cardinals. That's my second favorite. They should be the first. Nobody has No, that's won. The, that's that's, that's no, my second nobody, favorite. I'm sorry. No, nobody has won more pennants than the Cardinals other than the New York Yankees. Let me tell you something. I will I'm going to tell you something. I probably never told you this. Y'all, we really good friends, but I don't think I ever told him this. That's actually if I if I don't make it to any other game my ever since my kids were little, if I didn't make it to any other game for the Astros, it was I was going to go see the Astros and the Cardinals. Mm. If I turn it on TV and the Cardinals are playing, I'm going to leave it there and watch. That's my second favorite team of all time. I'm who telling you, you. Who would you root for if it was St. Louis and the Astros? Oh, the Astros. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. You gotta suck. root root look, I gotta root 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 for the home team. Okay. 
<laughs> and it's one, two, three strikes you're out at the old ball game. I got to, <laughs> I got to go for the Astros. But listen, y'all, she. Pro- I'm just saying. I made this comment about my big brother because there are two things I, I mentioned in another episode that I like to read military biographies. You know, uh, the one I'm reading now. Well, I'm actually kind of reading two because they big. Uh, I'm reading about Jackson, Andrew Jackson, and I'm reading about uh, Hamilton. So you like military biographies? So I, I mean, like, like military biographies, and the reason why there's two reasons, well, two main reasons why there's several reasons, but two main reasons. One, my brother was a big brother. Okay, so. You know, we be fighting over what to watch on TV. He always won. Okay, so he would be watching baseball. And initially, I didn't understand baseball, so I would be bored to tears. But then he always watched it, so then I would be, and then he played baseball. And so I would be watching it, and then we'd go to his games, and then the excitement you feel kind of, it kind of just like, it just kind of grabbed me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I began to understand why he liked the game. So at some point when he would be watching it, I would just sit and watch it too. Okay. But he also, if he also would watch like, well, back in the day, we could say Cowboys and Indians. He would mm-hmm. watch the Cowboys and Indians yeah. movies and he would watch the military shows and movies so i would be forced to watch baseball and military stuff now the second reason why i like military um biographies is because they teach you a lot about organization strategy strategy you know they teach you quite a bit about leadership camaraderie the different types of leadership And so where um, my co-hosts like to read, which I've, my co-hosts like to read The 48 Laws of Power, I ain't got nothing against the book. I'm not saying that's not what I'm getting ready to say. What I'm saying is that's one of the books he prefers. I just like military biographies. I think you kind of get some of the same things from both it's, books is is the exact same thing like one of one of my favorite books to read is also machiavelli the prince which is a military book it's a strategy book uh and then um one of the other ones was uh napoleon strategy military that's what i was going to ask you how far back for is like military stuff do you i like will do? i will read this I, I will read whatever i just get my fancy Right, because like, but, one, have you ever read uh, the Art of War, the Sansun? I have not read the Art of War. Yeah, it, you should read it. It's a good. It's, it's on good my book. book list, but I have not read it. But but my point of, my point of bringing all this up is that this and, and and I don't take it away from Rachel Nichols too. She too, as well as Maria Taylor. I'm telling you, there was some men in her life in their lives that kind of cultivated this love for stuff just like women who race cars or work on cars yeah they did that with their dad or their uncle or grandpa like 
there are certain things um <clears throat> that we get from the men in our lives that's why that's why those men in our lives even in broken families those men are still important yeah absolutely and so you know don't take anything away from from Maria Taylor because she was probably sitting up under her daddy watching like okay my dad used to love one of the things he used to love to watch was the TV show MASH oh yeah with Alan Ring uh, Alan Alda with Alan Alda Mm -hmm. now he liked to watch that show because it was funny but Mm -hmm. he liked to watch that show because it was realistic too he he actually was in the Korean War. I think I told y'all this in another episode. And he he was a demolitions man in the Korean War. Your daddy blew up buildings. He, he made the bombs and then and then he went out there and planted them. Okay, so and then he became a science teacher in his civilian life. So science was his thing. Makes sense. So you gotta but, know something about science to make a bomb because if you don't, it'll be your last bomb. It'll be your last bomb. <laughs> so, so he he used to like to watch MASH. He never missed the episode. I would, when you know, by that time, you know, I was into my dancing and rehearsals and stuff, but by the time, and homework and all, so by the time I would finish or whatever, I'd go in there and, and watch with him. And the thing about me is, y'all know, y'all see I'm a chatty Kathy. That's why I got a, a, a podcast show because I want to talk about some stuff. So I I would go and be sitting with my daddy and there was always a conversation with daddy. Well, well why did, was that true? Did they do that really in Korea with, with daddy? Did did, did Okay. So the fascination of that probably catapulted my love for military stuff too, along with my big brother watching this stuff, right. who later became a military man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even my d- oldest daughter, before my father died, they had two things they did together. They collected Hot Wheels cars and they collected elephants. Mm-hmm. She still has a fascination for collecting elephants. It's a certain type of elephant. We ain't finna get in all of that, but okay. But I encouraged her to play with cars and tunker trucks and stuff when she was little because right. she might have been something in trucking. Who knows? Right. Right. I mean, so it women in sports, it 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 it, it 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 doesn't matter if you're black or white. You were there with your father, your grandpa, your whatever, and you were learning this, and you learned the game. Right. You went to school and you studied journalism and sports and whatever, and you learned your craft. I just look. You're two women who both have to put up with men wanting to grab your booty. Well, maybe one more than the other. I'm I'm just Rachel Nichols. How dare you? 
How dare you be so entitled that you would think that this woman is coming for your stuff? You don't think she deserved to get what she want to get? Oh, wow. Those white women that are in my life, y'all know I love y'all. I don't talk about y'all behind y'all back the way y'all probably talk about me behind my back. Y'all know I say this shit straight to your face. Oh wow. This is this is this is this has been wonderful. It's been such a such an elevation for me. I didn't have to go in on nobody today. This is just wonderful. <laughs> you need to do this more often. <laughs> See y'all, he doing this because I ain't done this since they uh convicted Chauvin. Chauvin <laughs> since they sent a Chauvin. Okay, so okay, this is my look, this is my once a month rant. <laughs> Wonderful. Was that in May or June when we Chauvin got sentenced? What was that? That was May, but we didn't do it until like later when we found out. I think it it was bottom of May, early June. Okay, so once a month. That's maybe we ought to have a once a month. Maybe I ought to do one show by myself so you won't have to hear it. (laughs) We have to rant. It's funny for me. I'm just like, hey, it's all good in the hood. It's all good in the hood. Well, shoot. I'm, I'm, I'm. I left him speechless, y'all. He ain't got nothing. I don't have anything to talk about and yell about and go off on. It's it's all so well put together. The test words were right on point. Good (laughs) punchlines. There was a white female dog that came running across the street. <laughs> there. I was like, hey, there it is. <laughs> hey, I mean. Yeah, I'm laughing, but I don't take this lightly. Like, it, I'm so angered because all of my life, I have had to be pitted against white women who could have been my friend. We could have fought together. We could have lived together. We could have loved together. I, I'm tired. I am tired. Listen, that's that's what we talked about in the last show when we talked about um, individuality. You know, people have their own individuality. And I guess the reason that it's so hard, because like we say, a zebra doesn't change its stripes. When you learn something, you know it, you know. And if you don't want to unlearn it, then you will stay the same in it. And you can be at odds with people, but still respect what they do. You know what I'm saying, and when when even even in that that game there in in marketing and broadcasting, you know it's certain things that I don't agree with. What's the girl name that works for Howard Stern, the black girl? But I know she's saying a whole lot of that stuff just to keep a job. You know, uh, I, I I think her name is Robin something, but a lot of stuff that Howard Stern pops off and say. I'd be like, chick, you lost your mind. But I know that's a critical industry too. And she's saying stuff to be competitive, uh uh to 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 keep her rock. Yeah, what is it? Well, listen, Robert Robin Quivers is from B More. She's from Baltimore. hmm So, you know. And she is, 
she's 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 well versed on her own. Like she's written several books mm-hmm. and um you know, she 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 got her own thing going on. She But I'm, she, I'm not, what I'm, what I'm saying is I get that, but what I'm saying is like dealing with Howard Stern cuz like Howard Stern is like a uncut guy and saying what he says on XM Radio. Here's y'all plug XM Radio. <laughs> XM Radio, can we be on XM Radio? I'm just saying. We probably can. We probably can. We probably need to look into it. But you Uh, know, she was in the service and everything. Like she, she did a lot. She she did. did, She had done a lot. Like, like. But what I'm saying is, like, she says what she says to be combative against her her co-host. You know what I'm saying? Her host, rather. So, I mean she does a lot of different things but a lot of stuff that she says on the show she doesn't really follow them them type of policies she just says that just to be saying it but now in this particular instance miss mcnichols on the other hand lady you meant that you you meant that because that's how you felt you know what right I'm that's because robin quivers she did robin quivers and howard stern's relationship really is it's it's already known that the that the show was meant for her to be able to riff with him right absolutely very much kind of like what me and you do is like we'll take opposite sides of the spectrum on purpose no i ain't gonna say that i'll be on Uh, the opposite side because that's how i feel no, not not all the time. Cause sometimes I'll be the one that's going. Sometimes I'll be the one that's going off, and you be like, "No, nah, wait a minute now." Like today. <laughs> I'm not always the hide person, and for people who know me, that's what that's what people call me, Doctor Jeff or Mister Hyde, because uh, um, I turn, I turn. <laughs> You get out of you get out of pocket. I turn. <laughs> so it's not something that's what I'm saying is that they they have orchestrated that. It's true to life, but they have orchestrated it. Right. Same in the same way that we emulated that, and and it's true to life, but we've orchestrated it to some degree, right? So that we can show every side of right, the spectrum. Right, of the spectrum. Right. But and this Rachel Nichols. That's what I'm saying. It ain't like that. That's what I'm saying. That's totally different. It's not like that. That's, that's hatred at its very core. Yeah. And and, and that's what I'm saying. My thing with Go on, sh- go on. Just come on out, Rachel Nichols, and put your KKK hood on and let us see you for who you really are. Because for you to sit there and say that this girl is only being promoted because ESPN is trying shut up. They still wear hoods. I don't know. And I don't, and y'all, you know what? I'm going to say this. I don't know if she really in the KKK, but that was a KKK moment for her. Mm. Mm. So, Miss Nichols, since you, I apologize because, you know, I said you was in the KKK. But let me tell you something. That was a KKK kind of response that you gave. Instead of supporting and uplifting your sister and being a, a feminist, you are a white feminist. You know, that's what we used to call y'all back in the day. I'm just saying, I'm that old where we used to talk about them white feminists that was burning their bras. Mm. 
But I think as a white feminist, what that really means is that you're a feminist, but you're only for white women. Well. That's what you are. Get mad at me all you want. I hope y'all go to Real Talk. Please go to Real Talk at InsaneRhetoric.com and give me all the firepower you want to give me because my co-host will not be responding this time. It will be me. And you seen that movie, The Wrath of Khan. You definitely don't want to see The Wrath of Ice. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, this has been a different show. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't really say too much. I feel like that that uh, Oprah Winfrey's character in The Color Purple. All my life, I've had to defend myself. I had to fight. All my life, I had to fight. Do you do right by me, Whitey? It's ridiculous. Hey, Both of you have learned to love the game, the sports game, from whoever these people were in your lives. I'm trying to think of something else I can go on a sabbatical for. I mean, I think I need to go on another sabbatical for something. I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> anyway. <gasps> I think I do know. I, I, I think I, I think uh, I, we've been talking about so many issues concerning uh police brutality and different stuff like that and well i need to go on a sabbatical for something else and not say nothing about police brutality for a little while but listen I'm, it's it's things like this coupled with things like police brutality it's things all of these things compounded or why we're having the problems we're having in this country so like we uh, don't want to be honest about the way we feel we don't want to actually talk to the people like you didn't need to talk behind espn back you should have been really what you should have been doing was getting together with miss taylor and y'all being together as a team going in there talking about y'all contract together no i ain't gonna talk about my contract together with you well, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about side by side. Oh, I'm talking about you all have had a conversation about the disparities that go on at ESPN. And together, I talk about, I talk about my contract with you side by side, but I'm not. I no, no, no. I'm not. Yeah, okay, I got it. But I'm not. I'm saying that had they mean. had this conversation, had she had this conversation truthfully with Miss Taylor. Hey girl, come here. Let's talk. They went in there to get. Had they gone in there and talked about their contracts from the same angle? Yeah, I I get what you're saying, but that wasn't gonna happen because one already feels superior than the other. Exactly. So that wasn't that 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 was never gonna happen because for you to take a shot like that and just you know say what you thought you that's what see 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 you be knocking me on the show because you be like you can't say that. She said whatever the hell she said. Well, I said some stuff today. So she said whatever the hell she said. So why? I dropped the F-bomb and everything today. Listen, listen. So who in the hell going to tell me what I can't say? Nobody. Well, you don't be dropping the F-bomb. I dropped the F-bomb today because I... Man, I, I done said some, I done <sighs> said some wicked stuff on, on on our show from time to time. But like uh, all the time, I, I'm pretty a 
a cool laid back guy. You know what I'm saying? I can let a lot of stuff go. And then I have a vocabulary that I can say words that you got to go look up to know that you just got cussed out. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, I just, like I said, to me, it's just as bad, if not worse, than because it's such a betrayal. It's such a betrayal. And I can see why Miss Taylor was like, I, I'm not getting on the show with her. What? Oh, no. I can see why she left and went to NBC. She the, the money's there. The opportunity's there. Yeah. Well, it's been a real morning. <laughs> this has been a one-sided conversation so far <laughs> I say Miss Taylor go ahead do what you do and do like we do we shine you know we learn stuff and uh can't nobody stop us from doing who we being who we are and being black is the best thing we all know it because if you don't know what the industry is all about Everybody wants to be us. Everybody likes our swag. They likes our style. They like how we rock things. They like how we put it together. Everybody wants to be us. If they didn't, they wouldn't be going out getting tans. Well, Miss be going Miss, to get injections. Miss oh, Nichols went and apologized. She went and apologized, saying some mess about how when she was in school they taught him to to report the story not be the story and how she you know she look up to miss uh uh taylor's do, uh talent do we you know what that's a back see that's back what I don't, that, that's that's a back pedal because i that's what i don't like if you feel a certain way you are not wrong in how you feel you backpedaling to get the, to save your the, job. the spotlight off of you and the company that you work for. Because they mad at you because you said that out loud. Right. But in the in the interim of things, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. That's what you said. That's how you feel. So like I'm listen, I ain't finna if I say something, that's how I feel. And if I feel like that, I'm not finna tell you, I'll come back and say, you know, I'm sorry for this. And I said, no, that's how I felt right then. So? I tell you what, Miss Miss Nichols, Miss Miss Taylor, you did good and went and got your money. But what really should have happened was Miss Nichols should have stood up to what she said. She should have stood behind what she said, and she should have walked out the door on her stance. Then they would have had the money to pay you. Eh. But you made the better choice, Miss Taylor. You made the better choice. Black power to your sister. Look, Black girl you, magic to your sister. Keep you wanna, on going. Why you want to work with a company that ain't going to support you? you? Did you hear what I said? Uh-huh. She made the better choice. Yeah, right. Black mean, girl magic to you. Five ups and pop five virtually. Keep on going. Insane rhetoric. 
we got to go. Yep, no doubt about it. But y'all check us out. Um, Facebook, YouTube, we on Twitter, we on FM, uh, Anchor FM. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, iHeartRadio. Um, what else we're on? We're on Do It For The Gram, Instagram. Go and out. check out our Facebook page, InsaneRhetoricWithAK.com. Go to our Real Talk page. Let us know your ideas for shows, your comments on shows we've done. You know, and um, hopefully we don't have no over-the-weekend stories with you know it's always stuff gonna pop off on the weekend i don't know yeah, why you're even saying that but i'm just saying like hopefully ain't nobody got a uh arm around their neck uh over the weekend <laughs> i mean <laughs> i really don't want to start my week talking about another police <laughs> i really don't all right all right so coming up soon probably within the next day or two Y'all need to check out, go to our webpage, insane rhetoric with a K.com. Check out the she shed because new song is coming to the playlist. Faye Faye's playlist. Y'all gotta check it out. Check and it I'm out. telling y'all, listen, listen, listen. If you in your darkest hour right now, I mean, whatever you're going through, it's only 12 o'clock for 60 seconds 12 o'clock midnight for 60 seconds just know that change will come and it shall happen change comes at midnight at midnight (laughs) 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 one day we're gonna tell y'all the inside joke on that but anyway y'all We will see y'all next time on Insane Rhetoric. So remember, as always, to enjoy the ride. That is Insane Insane Rhetoric. Rhetoric. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you had as much fun as we did discussing this episode. Sometimes these topics are hard and sometimes they're just so funny we can't help ourselves. But as always, remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. We'll see you next time.